Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 48 for the week of January 23rd, 2019. Uh, this is the weekend edition, and yep. we're here to talk a couple books. We got some mail tonight as well, and a little more mail than usual, so we won't have a news item. We'll just get into the books and the mail, but if you want to find us anywhere else around the internet, we are at WS Marvel Comics on Twitter, and we have a website where we review a bunch of the books that we talk about each and every week at WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. We also have an email, Marvel Comics. What is it? Weird Science Marvel Comics at gmail.com. We read every email tonight. We have four, so we're getting a little more emails, but we're going to get right into the books. We're going to jump right into with what, Brandon? Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, issue number two, written by Tom Taylor, Juan Cabal on art with Nolan Woodard on colors, and VC's Travis Lanham on letters. While Peter Parker was helping his neighbor, Marine Carey, her groceries. I thought that was her last name there. It threw yeah. me totally yeah. off. <laughs> was helping his, his I think it's Marnie, Marnie, too. Marnie Carey. Marnie Carey, yes. her groceries. She asked him to check on Liani in apartment 72. It turned out Liani was so afraid of someone who stopped leaving her home, someone so connected she didn't think the police would help. Someone so cruel and strong she didn't think Spider-Man alone could stop him. She might have been right. When Pete returned with snacks, Liani was being Menaced by goons, strong enough to knock him out with a single punch. Liani was gone when Pete woke up, but she left her laundry basket in his room with two little kids inside. Little kids with orange skin, which makes it sound terrible. Yes, yeah, really, it does. Uh, But yeah, uh, did you say the, you did say the the credits page, right? Yeah, yeah, Tom Taylor, everybody. Yep, Yep. Juan Cabal, Nolan Woodward, and VCs Travis Lanham. And yeah, I, uh, the first issue I liked, but it wasn't as, uh, you know, kick butt as I was was hoping. I was tentative still. And, uh, but I do like, I do like this one. I I do like this issue. It starts off. Uh, with Kingpin, and uh, again, I don't know tons of Kingpin. What is that box that's hooked up to his phone that he's talking to? Because it seems like that's some sort it's of just an old school phone, maybe yeah, that can't be yeah, traced. That's or what I'm thinking. That it's yeah. some crazy mystical, non-traceable phone. It's definitely an older phone. You see yeah. that, but uh, well, yeah, who, he's who traces landlines anymore. I don't know. I well, there you go. He's but he's talking to somebody. And saying about an arrangement, saying he doesn't want him back in town. He's been gone a while. You know, that basically New York's mine now. Uh, it's very quick. Uh, you don't really get much there. It's kind of setting up some things. Uh, but you go then to Spidey and Spidey's there with these kids. And yeah, they, they look like they look crazy. I mean, yeah. they look like I don't know they if they're are aliens or experiences. Telling you, there but... was a Star Trek episode, which I think Clint Howard even looked a little like these kids as well. And I'm not that big of a Star Trek fan, but I remember that and they freaked me out. But yeah, yeah and yeah, they got white hair, they yep. got white eyes <laughs> and, and, and orange skin. They're like yep. Oompa Loompas is what yeah, they really certainly. do look like. And they start kind of talking. Uh, the girl starts talking. He's like, hey, you know, are you Spider-Man? Are you a superhero? And he's like, I'm Spider-Man. You never you ever hear me? No. It's like everybody has to put Pete down in this. Uh, but she's like, my name's Tierra, and uh, my brother here is Jasper. Jasper doesn't seem to talk, which he's usually in talk. my mind, that means he's going to be like a heavy hitter. Like yeah, all he's of a sudden, the powerful yeah, one. Yep. He's just going to end up destroying a block of the city at some point. So yeah. while this is going, on 
he needs somebody and he says and it's a nice moment and tom taylor's really good at getting the feels and he's like oh pleased to meet you what's going on oh you know our mom is she gone is she dead and like did your mom ever leave you and pete's like yeah she did kind of one time you know died and I the thought, only time. Pete, Pete well, you know, <laughs> settle down with these kids. Uh, you know, back. it's so funny. It'd be like I'm there and I'm watching some kids and like, hey, uh, was your dad ever mean to you? Yeah, yeah, he beat me all the time, kids. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, way to go. Black but he says, still beats me. yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm going to go and find her, but he can't leave them alone. And this is where you get kind of the humor of the book because he's like, I, I got somebody. I'm going to get a hold of somebody. They'll take care of you. And he's like, hey, I need a favor. All right, can you come? around please just be discreet about it and then uh pointing out he's in his apartment and he's in his full spider-man garb this isn't like he can just he himself can just run out and start yeah, you know like young. half naked when the kids yeah popped yeah out about to take it off so, so he one wants of those to go things, yeah they saw him first as spider-man he yeah. can't just unmanned. and just even that he can't just run out his apartment now so he can't have somebody just show up like hey and it is it's johnny storm he called and in the meantime the landlady comes by and's like hey uh Hey, Peter, you in there? Uh, that, that girl from the Dell wanted to let you know your friend Randy's still waiting for the police. And by the way, somebody's out there watching the apartment, and she's giving him all these tips. Uh, yeah. But he's still in his room. And Meanwhile, he, she's got to deal with Boomerang in his undies. Yeah, Boomerang's stuff. in his undies. There, she even <laughs> makes like a little uh, uh, comment about his package. Uh, so <laughs> while this guy's there, and, and in a very old timey car, and mm-hmm. that's it, ends up coming around the B one from nineteen fifty two. Thugs, they dress like it yeah, too. they're like fifty thugs there. And so this old lady's there. She's like, hey, somebody's watching. You know, what's going on? Hey, you should get uh, some. Uh, he's got a Terminator eye. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. It? It's like, like cable is yeah. what the eye looks like. Well, in the meantime, Johnny comes flying down the, the road. He, he's, he's just Johnny. He's the human, human torch. Out. He yeah. can't. That's This is what Peter's like. You were supposed to come incognito. You're supposed to be discreet about this. Not being the Fantastic Four, the human torch. So while he sees this, this old timey thug guy, and it is the guy who punched him. Uh, he's like, oh no. And he ends up giving him the webbing in the guy's face so he can't see. Johnny comes in the window and he's like, I thought you, you were supposed to be discreet. He goes, I was. I came through the window. window. (laughs) You're not discreet when you're you're Johnny Storm. And uh, so he's like regular clothes on. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, you got to watch these kids. They're hiding again. You know, they he they said we're good at hiding. And okay, go. They went back into the laundry basket. They come (laughs) popping out. And he's like, you know, just, uh, you know, watch these kids. I'm going to go find out what happened to, uh, you know, their mother. And it's funny, too, because I really liked it. As they leave, you have Johnny's making things with fire. The kids look yeah, like they're having a good time. Fireballs. Johnny was probably would be one of the, you know, if you would have kids around, they would probably think Johnny's about the oh, yeah, coolest there is. He's and nephews, too. Yeah, he's used yeah, to this. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. But he goes down, and this guy's still trying to whip, rip the webbing off of his face that, that Spidey got him with. And he's like, hey, don't do that. You're going to rip your face off, which the guy does. I mean, yeah. this is a, just a and fake I face. I didn't pick up on this the first time it, he's got orange skin like the kids and his eyes yeah, he does. that's the why kids i think too. these kids are supposed yeah. to be with them uh that's what the deal is i, 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 I do just think. thought it was like some robot ma- mask underneath if, if, was... if i was to guess i would guess that whatever these guys are they had these kids and we're gonna do experiments on them make them bad guys whatever and that girl got them out and and you yeah. know you know quote unquote their mother we'll have to see how that goes uh, but the guy then just starts bashing the the 
the the Build. what's it, the building. And the thing yeah, is, now, here's that, my. Did well, you think this is Peter's no, building? Well, still? this is the thing I was going to tell you because I did it first, but then I looked, and then you have to realize that he was across the street when Pete looked okay. out. When she's like, "Somebody's watching you." You look out; he's across the street. The problem is, it didn't really resemble that building that was over there. But I do think that it might have supposed to be. If you look over the building that he's at, looks like there's a lot of uh, abandoned shops and things i can yeah. only guess it was that but if it was their building there's a lot of people that be in big big trouble but it does look <laughs> like it is the building on the side where the car was when the car yeah. drives off and that would have been the opposite side i do think they should have done a better you know deal so that yeah, you it was would tough know to tell i i still like you know yeah. now that you explained it out it makes more sense yeah, to me, and but... I, I wish they would have uh spelled it out a little more uh it was confusing because i was like boy i think those kids and johnny are dead yeah, or <laughs> boomerang. Boomerang's <laughs> just in his underwear. He ain't gonna be able to handle that. Uh, but he does stop, and and he he has a deal here where it's Tom Taylor doing the old, uh, you know, when did bystanders? I wish they would do more by running, and yeah. it's people on their phones and stuff. Yeah, he does save people though. Everything. Yeah, he does save a guy from a falling, you know, pretty much a wall. Wall, uh, yeah, and then a. Lady comes by and says, hey, you know, I'm Detective Sherry Sebbins. Uh, nice work. And she's, you know, part of the – it appears to be the NYPD. And yep. um, he's like, oh, thanks a lot. You know, go. And, and you find out that there's a nice little tie-in. It's a little convenient, but the tie-in yeah, yeah. is is that her husband and daughter were saved last issue by Pete. They were the people yeah. who went off the, on the The guy minivan. that wanted to give Peter money. Yep. And also the girl, squish, when she tried yeah. to squish yeah, the, the, the spider. spider. That's right. So yep. she and she she says it a little too much. Again, yeah, I really like this. Like she, three or four times, like you, you saved you my saved world. My world. And it's a yeah. little too much. It's just a teeny bit too much. But I did like it. Uh, but when she keeps saying, you saved my world, you saved my world, you saved my world, it starts to make it like, is this just a little too convenient? I know. Yeah, I start like it's thinking, a setup and she's a bad yeah, guy. I start thinking, I and I don't, I hope it isn't because I no, like I him is, having an in because even then he's like, hey, and, and it's a really cool, fun scene here where he's there and she's like, anything I can do to help. Well, while this bad guy did go off, he's like, I got you. And he ended up webbing like the, bumper. The, the bumper, the bumper yep. came off in the car drove away so in a cool little it's even like a cinematic deal that i really like they're face to face talking and she's like i owe you one you know whatever you need he's like really and he goes twang and he whips the thing and then he's (laughs) just standing there and you don't see the bumper coming it's just it's not there he twangs the the deal the the webbing And then, boom, he catches it, and he's like, can you run this plate? And I really liked that. I thought that was really good. It made me kind of forget about the force nature that led up to it. I was like, all right. Yeah, and I like it because then they're there at the NYPD. She goes down. She runs the thing. She's like, you don't have to hang out on the roof. Now, in the meantime – he, he can't do anything like he can't become Peter so that she knows to go in. But yeah. he does say like, yeah, some of these people here, they don't really like me. I'm not yeah. the most popular guy at the NYPD. But she comes up and says, hey, here's the address. I did run it. It was a car from 1952. And it was registered to a place that's been abandoned for decades. And, you know, he's like, oh, man, it might be time travelers, whatever. She gives the card and says, hey, here it is here. I wrote the address on the back of my card. And now, again, Tom Taylor is going to push it a little too much where are you putting the card in your pants i don't have pockets i should have pockets i don't oh i need spider pockets okay that that is one of those (laughs) if if you would ask me 
it really felt like a Brian Michael Bendis thing for yeah. just slightly, just, just a, a second, yeah, just, just a thing yeah. where it's one of those fan theory things. And, and one of those things that a fan always says that he has to put in here and it went a well, little too it, I, bit. I'm not on that page right now, right this second yeah. and it's tougher for me to go back. But did, doesn't she mention like, why are you taking your pants off or something yeah, like no, that? She it's says, why are you putting it in your pants? Yeah, and then yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't have pockets. And then he put, yeah, yeah. The, and then he's thinking it's actually a long running issue with that. And, so what, you're just going to carry my cart around in your pants? Apparently, bye. I need spider pockets, and it's it's okay. But yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the other stuff, I think, was really good. He goes to this building. It's a consulate building, and he's like, yeah, okay, uh, what's going on here? The consulate for what? Well, then the guy shows up, the guy there, that heavy hitter that he had just fought, the guy who knocked him out. And I like where Spider-Man's like, listen, hey, buddy, you know, we were fighting before, but I was trying to protect everybody, and I was making sure that I didn't hurt anybody and all this and that. Now there's nobody here. We are because this is an abandoned building out in the middle of nowhere. And now they can fight. And he does. And he holds his own. I mean, he starts yeah, really yeah, he beating the crap. Yeah, this time than just getting, you know, yeah. one punch knocked yeah, out. Yeah, he is. He's, you know, they're they're going back and forth. And then he's like, all right, this is great. We're going to do this. No more surprises. We're just going to fight mano a mano. And then the landlord shows up. Yeah, and, I mean. and that's the thing is, I wish that they would have done. I wish Tom Taylor would have done a little more to make you realize that Spidey recognizes her because he can't because he's Spider-Man now. So obviously Spider-Man wouldn't know Peter's, you know, his uh, landlady. But I wish he would have been like, Landlord, I mean, who are you? Because yeah, he just yeah, yeah. starts, hey, uh, take that kindly yeah, lady take mask. every opportunity to do that when they get it. Yeah, but yeah. Do, yeah. And so it's okay. And and with the point where she has a jacket on, she still has the same clothes she had on earlier, but the jacket might have thrown some people off. But it is her. And he's like, hey, uh, lady, you, you better get out of here. And she's like, he's coming back. And he's yep. like, all right. She shoves Peter aside. And then pounds the crap out of this guy into the ground and just destroys him. It looks like he is a robot because then there's smoke coming up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it might have just be the the rubble and the the dirt. I don't know. But he's like, uh... I'm pretty confused at what's going on. She's like, I know, you know, we'll figure this out. I'm going to start by telling you who I am. Starts taking off her clothes. And he's like, you you don't have to take off your clothes, please. And then she says, my name is The Rumor. And she has a superhero costume underneath. And then the big kicker is, again, says, and we have a lot to do, Peter. And he goes, what's happening? What? what, Did you just use my real name? So when she showed up at that apartment, when you have Pete in his Spider-Man costume and he didn't want to come out, she was there because she knew he was spider-man that's why at the beginning it didn't make sense much where she's like hey there's somebody watching the apartment there's somebody watching yeah, yeah. you this makes more sense this also yeah, makes more makes sense because she did it last issue too like and she, yeah she was coming to him for everything well and then like when she dilemma. went for this lalani and saying hey you got to go check on her obviously she knew something was going on there uh and I want to know if this ties into those darn apples that she kept pushing on everybody because that must be something as well. So we'll see. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I really like this issue. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think that what happens in this is that I see where Tom Taylor always gets the hooks in on me is these little 
character moments. I mean, yep. just the Johnny Storm showing up and saying that he was being discreet by going through the window. The little bit where he, uh, Spidey says to the kids, yeah, my mom went left once, you know, she died. And stuff like that, and then tying it around that you have the in with the NYPD. It's all character stuff. It's I can't say that this story is a end of the world cataclysmic thing. We're still figuring no, no. out what yeah, it, it's it is. It's like a neighborhood story. Yeah, story, yeah, you know? and we're figuring out what it is. But this is why I like his books over a lot of other people's because you get more of these character deals. There's humor, but usually the humor ties in well with the yeah. story and itself. No it doesn't really feel. Too long where you just yeah stop i mean we, we, what's we going on. the the whole coincidence of the lady uh being there the sherry sevens uh we'll have to see how that goes but i thought he must have really been wanting to make people realize how much that meant to her and stuff yeah. like that so you might be a, i mean you might be onto something there where like you know her coming back in with saving the family last issue and all these people that keep popping up from the 50s, like, I don't know, it may all just be intertwined. Like, why yeah. do they keep going after these people? Are these people keep always around when, yeah. when something with them and, happens? And that's where this this landlady, the rumor, who says we have a lot to do, you know, we'll have to see how this is going. And, yeah, I can't wait for the next issue. I, I like the art a lot. And it is, it's the X-23 or all-new Wolverine team, uh, Juan yeah. Cabal and Tom Taylor. So I always do like that. And I think the art was better in this issue even than the last. Uh, what did you give this? I ended up giving it a 8.8, like just under a 9, because there were a few things that bugged me. So, yeah. you know, not quite that upper echelon score, but but real close. So yeah. uh, I'm 8, going 8.8. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go a little more positive yeah, and go I mean, nine. I don't totally disagree. I'm just a little under, you know. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, I know. You're always under me. That's how we <laughs> like it. Uh, but yeah, the, the deal, too, is that it's a Spider-Man book. And The Amazing Spider-Man, which I've liked on and off, I, I do think that Tom Taylor will be giving us one coherent story. A focus. Boom, yeah, boom, I, boom, I like boom, that. you know, five <laughs> issues, and then we'll move on to the next story. And that's something that I wish all the books would do, and half of them aren't. I mean, yeah. I, we could go down the list of things, even including, like, Doctor Strange, which, again, feels like seven years since we've yeah. read that. But well, I'll tell you, I... I think i kind of know where all this stuff in spider-man is leading now yeah. that i re- did that solicit show yeah 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 <laughs> so, so we'll see we'll, April, we'll so. go with that yeah uh but now we're gonna move to the next one it's another spider-man book which is what uh hang on i gotta pull this one up i'll here. tell you it is yeah. superior i'll read yeah. the deal it's superior <laughs> spider-man number two written by christos gage pencils by mike hawthorne inks by wade von grau badger and victor Ora olazaba Colorist Jordy Belair and letters VCs Clayton Cowles. Uh, after giving up Spider-Man's body to save the woman he loves and taking a new body in the alias Elliot Tolliver, Otto Octavius has begun a new theme. life. A professor at Horizon University by day and vigilante by night, Otto, with paid help of the night shift, a team of supervillains protects the city of San Francisco as the superior Spider-Man. But Otto's love, Anna Maria Marconi, is on to him, having seen through Otto's new identity very quickly, too. Yeah. She threatened to turn him into the police, but before she could, Terax the Tamer attack, leaving Anna Maria no choice but to let Otto face off or race off to save the city. And that's what we pretty much get through this whole issue. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. Basically, I think that what this issue pretty much sets up 
is that Otto and Maria are going to team up a little more and maybe yeah. fall in love again well, because she does I, I help. Bet you, here's where I think this is going because by the end cliffhanger, you know, not much happens here. It's the no. one thing at the end where he gets this cosmic power. Yeah, yeah he gets the I think she, power. he's going to end up giving this up by the end and that's where she'll realize he's changed. Yeah, yeah. And, I and think she'll that be this, okay with him. Because that's where really, I think that's where this is in going. this, it's Terax versus Otto and it goes on time. and on. Now you do have a little bit that's a little interlude when the night shift shows I up. I love that part. And that's the best part. <laughs> that's the part I it love. It is. It's Grave Digger, right? Where he's Grave like, Digger, yeah. hey, I got a shovel. Dig this. And hits Terex. And then he's like, get Come it? I hit him with a shovel and said, dig this. And it's really good to me. And Two then seconds he, later, he gets cut in half. half. <laughs> but yeah, Terex, the, the problem you're going to have here, and the problem that is, it leads to Christos Gage having this whole issue, is... Nothing they can do can even hurt him. So basically, he is just fighting. He's knocking people away from him, and Otto just keeps fighting. So Otto, you know, he has the spunk Uh, to keep fighting. You get kind of two things out of all this fighting. Like, you realize he's pretty strong-willed. He won't give up. Yes. And then the other thing is, like, you just kind of get a sense of all the weapons and gadgets he has. Yeah, that's basically what it seems to be. So is that that a good issue because we find out? I mean, you know nothing about the character, I guess. Yeah, and, and even in this like the first issue and even any time he has shown up in spider getting all that uh it is really big on the i'm superior i'm superior yep. so at least that toned down a bit because he was getting the crap kicked out of him but like you said it's just terax you know shoving them there and then auto okay let's let's regroup let's attack him with gas this? that doesn't work okay open up buddy smile usob and he puts a bomb in his mouth that doesn't work and it's just mm. and as this is going on Eventually, it makes more sense. The night, I like the night shift, though. They show up. They attack. You, you end up getting – Gravedigger gets cut in half, and they're like, all right, we're out of here. They Jesus. all run. Take me to the craft store, yeah. but somebody's yeah. going to have to he's pay like, for yeah. it. I'm a little yeah. short. He's short, and he's making <laughs> jokes. It's so good. But even with that, like they go off, and I love the panel. Where they that we quit, and I hope that that's not it. I hope no, that they no. haven't quit. I, I think it's just because of who they're fighting. No, no, I think instance. they might be gone because even Spidey, even Otto, even says it. Because, but but look at look at Terex and Otto in the background. Everything stops to watch these goofy guys just run <laughs> away. They're just standing there. Lou on and, and then Terex is like, "Uh, yeah, your allies. They kind of ran away." And he's like, "Yeah, they're mercenaries. They're only self-interested cowards. Let's get back to it." Because then he's like, "I'm." far superior and he starts fighting again and the fight goes up and it's like they live the Roddy Rowdy Piper uh, uh, fight scene in that movie where it just keeps going it goes on and on like you said he ends up using gas he ends up grabbing the power grid from the city tries to electrocute him and through all this and then at one point even grabs Terex's uh, axe that doesn't you can't use it against him and he can use it remotely but the big thing then by the time you get to the middle it makes a little more sense only because now he's Rocky. Now yep. he's like, keep fighting me. Maybe you'll tire up, but I have Trying to, to delay you. Out. It's yeah. just delaying because he has his little spider bots coming, uh, yeah. back at the uh, at the lab making up, you know, this device. And that's where Maria sees it. And he's like, Anna, you still there? Hey, uh, help me here. What? And you, you have her like, oh, God. And she starts getting involved. She finally does start getting involved. And I liked it because she's like, 
Oh, Otto, if you just would have listened to anything that we're doing here. Uh, if you're using rocks on transducers, Grady Scraps made a breakthrough, but you wouldn't know because you never listen. And I like that. And she starts, yeah. she's like, well, she's I, like, I I'll better have this help. done in minutes. Yeah, so she's going to help. He's fighting. So the big thing is, can he hold up? Because he is, he's getting the crap he's kicked out of me. He really kicked. is. I mean, yes. he, and, and legitimately kicked at points. He, it, like, he claims he's bleeding on the inside at a couple points. Yeah, at one point, his, you know, iron spider kind of tendril things, they get chopped in half. He says he's broken ribs. Uh, I mean, he's doing his best to try to, you know, stall. They do end up, uh, you know, thing. Anna gets this done, and they do have is, started is the night, night shift. Yeah, it's, it's night part shift of the night shift. Back? Yes, it yeah. is part of night shift. Show up to grab this device. It, it's not the two main ones that we had before. No. It's the ones that were yeah, hanging out in the, the background. <laughs> yeah, so they grab this device. They go, and it is something that he then says to Terex, because Terex is just like, I have the power cosmic. You know, I, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy this whole planet. And uh, I like it, too, at one point where Anna it's like, where is the Avengers? The Avengers are off site, you know, off planet, <laughs> yeah, like off conveniently. Planet, yeah. And then she does say, and I, I guess she knows that Peter is Spider Man. Yeah, I, no, I don't know. She used to date. Um, yeah, well, she, I don't Peter know much about the the when background Ock was of her. in uh, Peter's body. Okay, and, so. and that's why she doesn't trust him anymore. Because when Peter got back in his body, yeah, she, she because she does specifically say try to get a hold of Peter, and yeah. there's no time. I mean, stuff's going wrong, so they do this, and it is a collar. It's a collar that goes around Terex, and uh, you have Otto basically. And this is probably what my second favorite, besides Gravedigger. My second favorite part is when they get this collar on. You do have Otto, who's the you know. The the pompous jerk where yeah. huh, the device Victor Von Doom used a time or two, but you know, I, I could easily do something that he could do. He's like <laughs> that, throwing shade at dropout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He calls him a dropout. So I did like that. Uh, it ends up siphoning off the cosmic, the power cosmic, and ends up giving it to Auto. So all of a sudden uh, he's yeah. like, you're no longer just facing the superior Spider-Man. You're facing the cosmic-powered superior Spider-Man. And then it ends. But And then you see, and you're like, oh boy, did I just make a huge mistake? Yeah. And like you said, he'll probably take down, obviously, Terex, and then probably give that give up, up so yeah. that it shows. And, and possibly give it up, like not in a way that he's like, look at me, I'm giving it up. Giving or it up just by what? himself. He'll say he's giving it up and keep it for experiments. Yeah, well, that <laughs> would be bad. But yeah, but yeah. still... Uh, yeah, I, I I liked it enough. It's I just too, it's, a, it's, it's a fight great. scene. It's just a fight yes, scene. Yes, that's and my problem. It just goes it. on like, and on and on. You could have halved this fight scene, got to the cosmic yes. power a little quicker, and, and played that out. Yeah, and, and, but uh, when you said though, you kind of shed a light on it a little for me that. It does do something that a lot of books neglect is to show you his power set at yep. least, shows you some of the attacks, and then also shows you that, like Rocky, he can take a punch, but he also is like, this isn't something. And I think that they tried to play it up with the night shift, even though night shift is so goofy, but yeah. them just, uh, you know, running away. And Otto not doing that at points in this, Otto should have died. And yeah, yeah, he yeah. does it. He doesn't give up. And he keeps going. And it's more than just the, I can't give up because I'm superior. I mean, he legitimately seems like he wants to save San Francisco yeah, like here and save the world. Yeah. And, uh, I did like that, but I'm not going to be that much higher than you, only because, again, it's just one fight scene, and I want more Gravedigger. That's what I need. I need his jokes. They, they actually...
actually show up and so really, good. I like his outfit. I like everything about him. And he just sh- showed up just in the right time to kind yeah. of shed some to fun in. To break the pace of the story. Yeah, yeah I did to, like to that. make me just be like, all right, I can keep going got, now, you know? He got cut in half and yells, ouch. <laughs> Hey, I'm a little short. Get it? Because they're running. I like two those two guys. One guy has the lower half, the other has the upper, and he's yep. just laughing. Yeah. Uh, yes. So but good. what did you give this? Uh, I gave it a six on the site. I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to go six five though. I, yeah, I'm going to go seven. Talking about it a little yeah. more. Um, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of classic Spider-Man tropes here, like the whole he won't give up thing, and yeah. and the costume getting torn to shreds. I used uh, to yeah, love when yeah, that happened. Yeah, when that, I was that a kid happens, and, and it's classic. Uh, yeah, the yeah. way you like, uh, but it's yeah, always I, half I the mask fun. too, I just right? More. Yeah, it's always like you're almost able to see who it is underneath, yes, but not but enough. Just enough of yeah. that mask. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go seven. I, and I hope that this, you know, the fight scene's over that, you know, or it's not actually, cause you still have Terex, but hopefully he'll be taken care of quick with the power cosmic. And then we can go on to, uh, some other interesting things. But yeah, I'll go seven. I like the art enough. I, I had uh, a bit of fun, so I'll be positive. I do like the art in the series too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll go on now to the mail. And if you want to be part of the mail that we have on the weekend edition, email us at weird science, uh, marvelcomics at gmail.com and we read everything we're going to start with such ethan. a hard time with i know ethan it's because i when i start saying the weird science deal i always think that i'm accidentally saying the dc one DC, that i've said yeah. 200 and some times uh ethan's first and he says bibbity bibbity bobbity boop hey guys marvel did it they had a better week than dc holy expletive deleted you can't curse <laughs> on this one i don't know if anybody over there is reading jed mckay's man without fear miniseries right now but man is it fantastic or what there brandon well, you tell me. we are reading it i've uh, read we the talked first two it. i gotta catch up yeah uh, i've read them all and i just i told you that basically it confirmed my fear that you have the man without fear and then you have jim's fear is he doesn't really like daredevil and yeah. that's kind of the deal right now so yeah, I, I gotta I'm gonna get more into daredevil when that fresh number one comes out yeah, by i am Zubowski. too i think yeah. that should be all right but uh I think that'll be my starting point for Daredevil. Every time I'm like, let's try to get into this guy, I do. I have a hard time. And this is good kind of catching you up on some of the history and some of the characters that are important to him and things like that and what's going on and how he's fighting back. And But I I just – I really am not a Daredevil fan yet, so I have to see. this coming. I love love the Netflix. I mean, but that's the only thing I've ever loved Daredevil in. Aaron uh, was going to try to uh, do the show with us today, and he couldn't because we were doing it early uh, on – Uh, after work so he couldn't meet us but he wouldn't have liked this next thing this coming after Sewell's consistently decent run in a great way because boy Aaron does not like the Sewell run at all a decent run is a great way to leave this is Zdarsky's upcoming takeover on the Catholic clobber because guys listen are you listening are you listening? I, I just – I want to like Daredevil. I just haven't gotten into him yet. I know. It's, I'm telling you. It's the struggle I have also with Punisher. And I know a lot of people love the Punisher. Yeah. I just, it's one of those I characters. That you're either a fan of him. There's no yeah. middle ground for yep. him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like Wolverine a lot. I, I see a lot yeah. of Wolverine haters now. I yeah, didn't even realize there were any at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, there are. Uh, this five-issue miniseries is as good as Anno Senti's whole run. And Ooh. a senti. Ooh. Oh, my. 
And that's the thing. It's funny it was because back before she she lost. Yeah, it. yeah. Me and you uh, have a uh, you know battles <laughs> with Anosenti, and uh, but the Marvel stuff she did, people still do love. Uh, Matt is broken, physically unable to walk. His willpower goes next, and the first issue explores the dichotomy of fear and pain in Matt's mind. The following issues show how these things can impact his will and desire to even recover from this accident. The fourth issue, which I just freshly fresh start got done reading, features a hospital visit from King in which he speaks to Matt about an early encounter between them. The art is very reminiscent of Lee Weeks, and I'm excited for next week's conclusion. And yeah, I, I like it enough. It's just, I don't know enough about Daredevil and yeah. the past Daredevil he, issues. He actually explains it better and yeah. gets me more excited well, here's while the he thing explains that, that, it the deal when is, I read it. <laughs> if me and you were talking about it, and it would be a weekend edition deal, <laughs> you'd have two guys who really don't know much about Daredevil talking yeah. about Daredevil, so that's why we haven't. But the number one we're in and the covers by Carl Holtz, uh, Kyle Hotz have been remarkably stark and grim and holds uh, well with the overall theme of the story. He gives it an 8.8. And then here, here's the thing that scares me, too, about it. Uh, you know, again, my curse of doing the solicit show is a, yeah. it's getting lumped into uh, War of Realms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I and know. Yeah, now you're seeing when I do the DC solicit show, uh, I have that problem, too, where me and Eric are talking and Eric will say, like, man, I hope that this happens with this. I'm like, it ain't happening buddy <laughs> I've read the, i got the magic you know eight ball here that's telling you it ain't happening yeah there was one this past week where he's saying i hope this leads to this this and this and i'm like no no by april that's not happening uh but yeah i'll just mention too just quickly we do have a patreon account the weird science patreon account that has a lot of dc stuff but it has marvel stuff by brandon now he did a solicit show and a marvel sales show that's at yeah, patreon.com slash weird science plus there's a lot of non-comic book stuff as well stuff movie stuff uh pop culture things like that so if you want to check that out and support us for all the things we do you can go over there but he continues and says and my surprise of the week crypt of shadows and we were gonna mention this but we we decided not to they're just one shot that Uh, was the one that interested me more than the other yeah yeah one yeah, uh, yeah. I actually liked the war one. I actually did dig it. it. It was weird. It's like one of those things where I read the war is hell and uh, or heck. And uh, reading it, I'm like, boy, this is like a weird thing. It's like when people say that it, it scratched an itch that you didn't even know you had. Yeah. I actually liked it. And I think that it led to uh, or led from the World War II stuff that we saw in with Namor and stuff like that okay. uh, with the invaders. So it yep. didn't tie in. I'm just saying that just because we had yeah, just had, had a bunch of that. Yeah, I kind of like, all right. But Al Ewing proves once again that he's a top-notch horror writer. His superhero stuff is meh as heck, but this is great. Imagine if Black Mirror and M. Night Shyamalan a ding-dong, I can't spell his name, had a baby, <laughs> it would be this book. It takes the weirdest thing, a fixation on dogs and spins the crazy tale of romance, betrayal, and ultimately revenge that I was wholly unexpected. The art in the right, book I'll is actually my biggest sticking point. For three ninety nine, I feel you could hire some knockoff Kelly Jones-type dudes to draw something a little more creepy to fit the tone. 7 out of 10, I actually got the book for Reggie. I actually got it for him and sent it to him, you know, digitally, because yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that he uh, would dig that. And he said that he might even do a review for the Marvel set. Oh, nice. So we'll say. Yeah. Uh, he's busy right now, though. 7 out of 10, definitely 
worth reading. Another book I think is definitely worth mentioning, but I won't dive too deeply into, is The Uncanny X-Men Annual by Ed Brisson and Gomez oh, yeah. Guru like FX team. You guys were spot on with Wednesday podcast review of the book. It was like a huge sigh of relief to see the real heart and soul of the X-Men back and actually acting like himself. It's funny, I reviewed it and my score went up when I was reviewing it, it as well. Yeah, because I the more I was reading it, I really was enjoying it. I enjoyed the yeah, Bendis yeah. run, but felt like he ended up not knowing how to wrap things up. By the time Hickman was done playing with the toys. It happens a lot with Mr. Yeah. B. And, and Secret Wars, everything into heck for seems like most of the Marvel these days. Fantastic Four is picked up. It reminds me of all the reasons I do like Dan Slott, and I agree with that as well. I, what I don't like are his delays. Yeah. On every book he's on. It's also finally doing two and one some justice because Slut should, uh, should have fired, been fired from a rocket into space and Chip Zdarsky should have gotten Marvel's first family, but they wanted Dan Slot on that. Which brings me to now. I know Invaders came out last week, but I really want to touch on something. This is how Avengers should be written. This reminds me of the great days of the aforementioned Hickman era where you had Rick Remeter do his legendary run through Captain America on Kenny X-Force on Kenny Avengers and Axis, which is underrated as X have deleted. The whole little pre-soy era was what got me back into comics. Avengers vs. X-Men was the first ongoing type book I picked up in years, and now I don't even read Iron Man or Cap. And yeah, Iron Man's okay, Cap. I'm, I'm, I just can't get in. Now, I, I did look. The uh, Tennessee Coates is starting a new arc. Uh, and maybe we'll try it out. Maybe yeah. we just will. But I, I might drop a bench. I'll, I'll give it a chance again. I mean, I'm not opposed to trying it out. I just I, I'm I haven't liked yeah. the book he's done yet, so I'm no, very I hesitant to either. jump in. Yeah, me and you are both with that. Yeah, and then he I said might... something interesting too about like he mentioned Secret Wars there and uh, how Marvel's still trying to pick up the pieces. And yeah. while I did really love Secret Wars, like their reboot out of it, I think really threw him off course for a yeah. while, and they're still kind of trying to correct that. Yeah. She says, and I might drop Avengers because the past two issues have been about Roz Zolomon, agent of Wakanda, and a six million year old Iron Fist lady. <laughs> Where the crap are the Avengers in their book? And I actually uh, thought of this as well, and I mentioned it in my review, that we didn't say, because some people were arguing with me in the Slack chat about, you know, the Avengers, and, oh, man, you know, you're a little harsh on it, whatever. And yeah, the thing DC is, the biggest thing is we haven't had the Avengers in you know months a month because before yeah because you had that before even like hey uh where's the issue before the last two even because remember they're like hey where's cap and iron man oh they have things to do they have iron man and cap things to do so it's been three issues since we've really seen the whole team and that's ridiculous this is why because remember even when they rescued blade it was a couple issues again until he even appeared back up because they Uh, detoured from that it's got such a weird deal like All why the is it there's yeah. so many storylines in it too but like, I like it's a that little it, like justice i like that, that agents of wakanda though i'm telling you i, I don't mind it. I, I, I don't I, mind I know it was a detour from it Avengers was but if you're gonna quote, do a but. detour have it fun and at the end of the last issue after that nonsense from the uh bc uh iron fist you did have that thing where i do still think cap is eating too many donuts but 
it looks like almost the whole team of the Avengers going to fight the Civil War with the agents of Wakanda. I'm in for that. This yeah. is why Invaders was great, because Zdarsky writes, Captain America is a man to look up to and someone who will hold you to a higher standard because he believes you're capable. He writes a fantastic android with a firm grasp on humanity. I thought that was true as well. Yeah, His Winter Soldier. That just the idea when that, that little discussion between Steve and uh, the uh, Human the Torch, Torch, the original yeah. Human Torch, where he's talking about why an android doesn't have crystal clear memory and why the, and that's what's actually affecting Namor in the meantime. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was so good. His Winter Soldier scene in the bar was hilarious, but most of all, <laughs> that Namor scene, that was good. Uh, when he comes to the funeral, I also like when they have Bucky's just there cleaning his guns. That yeah. guy needs a pastime when <laughs> it comes to the funeral. Doesn't say crap, just gives Cap a hug, and that was good. That's how you write a story. Zdarsky is going to some, do something big with Derek double guys just wait and always here on the sevens wait wrong podcast that's the one where i can talk like a grown expletive deleted man and hey i sent two emails in one night i must be the coolest listener ever who isn't on patreon because hey man i got a kid and stuff yeah. i got five yeah, I got one. And I got five maybe, maybe two kids. Soon. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. I told Tanya that. I said I don't know if we're supposed to mention anything about yeah. that. Bra- well, Brandon, yeah, Brandon now. used the uh, the hockey reference that you use when you're not really sure that you want to tell people. <laughs> and uh, I, I said, and she's like, "Oh man, that's yeah. all she's." Uh, it's funny too because Tanya, the oh man, McKenna's going to be upset about that. I'm like, "What? Did, what did you talk to her? What are you best friends? <laughs> How do you know?" Yeah, she's not uh, upset. Trust Yeah, I'm telling you, the the thing about it is uh, I think when you have a little girl and then you're going to have a kid, for some reason, the little girl kind of goes with the whole mother thing. Like, oh, you know, you have a a boy. I'm telling you, all five. I have all five boys. And each time I'm telling you, each time when we would go to, you know, Alex is our oldest. Hey, Alex, uh, your mom's pregnant. Uh, We're going to have a kid. We're going to name him Zach. He went out in the backyard, punched a tree. And, And then when we say to, hey. Uh, Zach, Zach and Alex, I think that your mom's pregnant again. We're probably going to call this Ethan. Uh, they both went out and punched the tree. It just went down. So by the end, there were four the kids punching outside. a tree. Now it's just any time I say anything to Logan, he goes out and punches the tree. He's the youngest. I say to Logan, now here, here is the thing. Last night, me and you even got together uh, and stuff like that for where I'm doing the – uh, the DC stuff way ahead of time because yeah. we planned on watching a movie and things like that. Every time I do this stuff with Logan, I say, hey, I'm going to get off of work early. I'm, I'm going to do this. We're going to go to a movie, whatever. I come home and eh, I don't feel like going. I went through <sighs> all of this stuff. I get home at, from work at yeah. noon. I want to do all week, this stuff. We ended ahead. up doing stuff ahead so I didn't have to do a lot of stuff tonight and he doesn't want to do it. So I said the heck with him. So here I am sitting here not watching a movie. And talking with you. But yeah, he says, uh, I told a joke on the other podcast. I guess I'll have to once upon a Deadpool thing. If you see a monkey in a tree reading a Bible, let it finish. That's a little bit of a wrong turn. We need to get the uh, soundboard. I'll fix the soundboard and we're going to get full soundboard on this podcast. And that is Ethan B. from Watkinsville, Georgia. And he's on Twitter, Ethan the Face on Twitter. The next.
next one is our man Dino. Dino says, hey, Jim and Brandon, first, you shouldn't call Return of Wolverine hot garbage. Instead, hot clawbage. <laughs> yeah, <I like laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> anyway, the real reason I wanted to chime in is I want to give my theory on who will be the new Thanos. I sent you this email because I wanted you to think about it. Uh, so I'm thinking it will be someone that recently came back from the dead, so not Wolverine. Don't worry, Brandon. And not Cyclops either. My vote is Carnage. It totally works, too, with Donny Cates writing Venom. What do you guys think? And not only just writing Venom, but really setting up this Carnage thing to be a huge thing. So he said, what are your picks for the new Thanos? I could go with Carnage. I, I, I mean, know, when that's you not think, a bad choice, especially with all this space stuff tied into yeah. the symbiotes lately. And with this whole deal is you, you got to think, like, just say out of nowhere, because they did have, like, oh, uh, you know, here's the, you know, uh, people that we think might be it. And you had, like, Thing. Well, that's going to ruin the Fantastic Four book. Yeah. You have Hulk. That's going to ruin his own book. Uh, you can't just throw, you know, you, you wouldn't be able to change things. Carnage works because... It's Donny Cates, and he's been setting something up yeah. through this. And he's, so. he's a villain that they yeah. don't usually have their own books. They can appear and, and disappear at will, yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah. Carnage yeah. also recently bonded with the Green Goblin, not that. So he's got a history of doing this sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, so there uh, you go. So yeah, that's a good guess. I mean, yeah. that is. Yeah, uh, that I, is. As far as I kind of think it might just be Gamora he takes over. You know, it that's would be funny, but that seems her. just too, too obvious. obvious. And right so, away, yeah. the first pick. That would be I great. Know. It's just like, first we have to get Gamora, and it's her. Like, okay, we're done. <laughs> book over. It's a three-issue book. Moving on. Yeah, I guess you'll move on after go that. Go to destroy well, history. <laughs> here's the other thing, though. You do have a – it's a Guardians of the Galaxy book. So maybe you don't want to go too far into the Thanos thing. Like maybe you, you get that resolved so that you can have a normal book, but – uh, we'll see. But people love it. People uh, like it a lot more than me. I, I liked it. I liked the Guardians of the Galaxy book. I just thought I was looking for more fun uh, than Donny this. Donny Cates, you got to be like, I know he writes good stuff, but it, he definitely gets the hype scores going. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. Whatever he number one oh, my. Out. Yeah. He is. He legitimately is. If you listen to both the DC and the, the uh, Marvel podcast, he's the Tom King. Uh, mm -hmm. Marvel, but he's the Tom King that actually deserves the praise. Yeah, the merit, uh, the merit just, comes with some uh, backing yeah, oh, up. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. I think he's yeah. great. Now, I'll even uh, spell out uh, Gringo Star. Me and him were talking. He does some of the reviews on the site, and we were talking, talking about Donny Cates, and I, I always push this book. It's one of his first books, that Paybacks, that he did mm -hmm. with Dark Horse, and then actually continued at Heavy Metal. It's one of my favorite comics of all time, so if anybody is out there, and, and trust me, which you shouldn't, but if you did, uh, go and read the paybacks. It, it's one of the best. It's a parody. It's kind of a parody deal of the Suicide Squad. There's yeah. a character called Night Knight that's pretty much Batman. Uh, it's so good. It even has a little Doctor Who mixed in with it. Really good, but yeah, yeah. he says uh, he writes rednecks too, doesn't he? Isn't that no, him? no? That's that's Jason Aaron. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, he writes I'm, something else. I'm forgetting yeah, what it he, is. Uh, baby teeth. He writes. Baby teeth. Uh, yeah, baby he does that. He does a bunch of stuff. But yeah, yeah. This paybacks is is way. It's from like 2015, I believe, and I ended up reviewing it 
on the DC site when we used to have, you know, other reviews and stuff like that. I did it actually when I was laid off. So I had a lot of free time. Yeah. And I ended up doing that. And actually, uh, Donnie Cates ended up following us on uh, Twitter. And at that point, uh, I, I talked to him a little. I, I actually talked to him a little bit and he was sending me some stuff when they actually ended up getting the book taken over by, uh, Heavy Metal. He actually sent me like preview copies that weren't even out yet and not even supposed to be previewed and stuff like that. So I, I really like the guy. The guy is so nice and deserves all the accolades he gets. But pretty much if he writes a book now, it's a 10 out of 10 for most people. And yeah. then you give it an eight and then people lose their crap. People <laughs> think know. that you're, you, you know, the worst. <laughs> First thing ever, but that yeah. is uh, Dino from Bellingham, Washington. And the next is Leonard. Our man Leonard says, Hey there, fellas. Sounds like you guys enjoy some of the books so far this week. I hope the rest are just as good. I like most of what I read this week with one exception. Avengers. He says <laughs> Avengers was pretty bad. I, too, had a tough time getting through this book, and I was waiting for a payoff that never came. No clear connection to the current story and a character I haven't been given a reason to care about put me to sleep. Out of 13 issues, Aaron has completed one story arc in my mind. I, I, I agree. Yeah. It's the Dark the, Celestials. The Black, Black Order, whatever Yeah, yeah, it was the called. Dark Celestials one, is the, that was the one. I do not feel that Namor's story was resolved at all. And next we are off to fight vampires. Still on board for this title, but this issue really felt like a waste of my money. Now, again, go back to that first six issues, or five or six issues, with the Dark Celestials and all of that. And the, the, the goop causing the yeah. creation of humans. And I, I didn't even and like that. I'm telling yeah, you, I didn't even like that else. too much. So when you get past that... I I was really on board for anything better. And since then, it's kind of treaded water. This is why. Well, that was a six-issue series basically to establish their new base. And yeah, set up that's, their and new that's all you got. You got the base. Yeah. And so <laughs> when you go from there, and this is why I'm trying to explain why I like this Agents of Wakanda. It's because <laughs> I do think this book does not have a focus. You have to have a focus. I also think it's a big problem that you don't have, uh, you know, like Ethan said earlier, you don't even have the Avengers in their own book. That is a problem. But – of the 13 issues we've gotten, I haven't really had much fun at all. I mean, Jason Aaron thinks that fun is the joke of Thor and She-Hulk smooching. Yeah. Uh, that, that got old Get very quick. In the, in the yeah. spare room. So you add Blade, you add a vampire civil war. Yes, that's not exactly the focus that we're begging for, but maybe it will be. If yeah. that's the focus, I, like I it, said, I'm kind of excited for yeah, that. Well, and if you get again. if you can get four issues of that in consecutive order, which I bet you, you can tell me from the solicits podcast, we're probably not going to get anyway. No, but if I you think could, we're gonna. That, I will. okay. Well, I if you do, you, if you do, then I'm good. I yeah. just want one story. You got to give me that story now so that I can. And the, hey, I mean, I, I did Vampire Civil March. War with I Blade. I only did April, but April continues part three of the Vampire yeah, Wars. Morbius, so. all these guys are, you know, I I forget the uh, the Bald Eagle, Legal Eagle. Wasn't that the, the superhero the Navajo? Those, it's yeah, the Navajo Super Cop. I need yeah. to see him again. Please give me the Fat name. Fat Ninja, I think the guy's name yeah. was. Fat you know? Cobra or Fat something it like was, that. It was Fat Cobra. Fat ninja. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Uncanny X-Men. F and yes, Ed Brisson. He is quickly becoming my favorite writer at Marvel. Now, I'll tell you, I love favorite X-Men. X-Men writer, for yeah. sure. I, I love the that X-Force book. We got yes. the number one. That's coming up number two. 
And I went on and did a review of it on the site. One of the first ones that we did ended up uh, tweeting it over at the Marvel, you know, I'll say it again, WS Marvel Comics, and immediately got yelled at by three guys who all blocked me. After I put that review up, and I'm like, what is going on here? Like, just, yeah. I like a book by a guy. doesn't mean that I'm on a soapbox saying this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm getting these political messages about them. characters no. they're, they're finding in the book. Yeah, I'm at that like, point, you remember, that. at one point, it was just like, yeah, Ed Brisson, toxic masculinity, and too much. I'm like, I'm just reading an issue. I'm reviewing it. Please, stop. And then Sorry, they block like they action block comics me. that remind us of, like, yeah. 80s action movies yeah, they 90s blo- action they movies. This. I'm like, really? I thought this was the place that we came to not get yelled at. And I get yelled at enough by everyone over at DC. I'm enjoying most. Yeah, really. I, that's my burner <laughs> account before. Now it's legit. I, I end up that the, the whole deal of Marvel, why I started doing this with you and Aaron and we started the site eventually and things like that. And even when we started with Eric, it was because of all the crap we were getting over at the DC side. I mean, yeah. the heck with this. Let's go and have some fun and then i it, it just the the misery follows I me think i even wrote an email at one point like do model <sighs> reviews you can write whatever yeah. you want nobody cares I'm telling you <laughs> and and pretty much my and I, I will mention to you they ended up doing on the roundup if you go to comic book roundup they ended up doing what i actually wanted but the guy uh who runs the roundup is a real nice guy and ended up throwing me a solid that wasn't a solid i actually wanted my marvel reviews to be listed as somebody else not that i'm hiding my name i wanted to be able to so that i could click on my dc ones and say oh my average is a seven four oh let's look at my eight three for marvel but they they mix together yours are different you have two separate so you can do names yeah my full name is one and my only first name is the other so mine are all mixed together i kind of wish that we had the whole deal where i could look at one and and so then the all i'm saying so i could throw it at people when they say i'm negative and then i'm like yeah. you think i'm negative i got this because i am well, a lot more positive I with the marvel stuff separate them by publisher somehow if you get into mm. your name and start messing with I the can options try, but i'm stuff. telling you then i'm gonna have to do math because i'm telling <laughs> you i can do that but i or i could do something but yeah i have right now i have uh 2400 reviews yeah yeah so it's, tough. it's the tough. average doesn't fluctuate much anymore yeah. you know what i'm saying it's funny i have 2400 reviews and i think uh eric just hit 1400 <laughs> and, and he said he has all these excuses why i have a thousand more than him uh he can st- suck it he is yeah. quickly becoming my favorite writer at marvel we're back to Ebers. Yep, what a great reason. way to reintroduce Cyclops. And yeah, I always say it different. Every time I say it, I say it different. So I can, you know, have my bases covered. I haven't read any of the stuff that is mentioned in this issue, but I felt I had a good understanding of what took place. I really liked that issue. The more I, I read it, I liked it more and more. Major kudos to him for handling this resurrection so tactfully. And also, you're going to see something coming up, I believe. I actually want to go back and read Extermination and uh, some other things now. Question Would you guys read a throwback series with the original team? uniforms but new stories and isn't that what they did with the avengers like 1.5 and yeah. 2.5 at one point so they did, they did have that, that. The they're actually doing that with an upcoming spider-man series okay it's spider-man peter david's gonna write it it's uh stories of just you know spider-man when okay. he had the symbiote on yeah that one. i remember uh but this was before we did the podcast or the site and so i was over at the dc side of things and we were doing a couple of reviews on monday and things like that trying to get that together and the avengers those 0.5 issues did intrigue me 
Yeah. Uh, I just never really read them. But uh, I'd like that. I wouldn't mind that. I'm, I'm telling you right now, as long as they're written well, you, you can throw a bunch of X-Men books at me because that's something I'm excited about again. Yeah, we've so. been pretty, I feel like we, we're just honest about the X-Men books. We've liked the series that have been pretty good and the ones that we, we you know, yeah. we think are kind of crappy. We'll just, you and know, I said, we, we and we said it, it on the podcast. I said it in my review. The whole deal is all it took was this annual. And now I'm invested in Uncanny yeah. again, At and I want to go forward. Yes. And now let's see where it goes from here. We'll, yeah. we'll see. After At reading this. We're, we're hopefully getting stories from Cyclops as the, as the main character yeah. until everyone yeah. gets back, and I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, I am. And he says, I'm sure as Poop would like that. Oh, and Jim, there is a note with Paul's address left for the professor. Remember I said that uh, Cable definitely, Kid Cable definitely knew. Like, boy, it seemed like he knew, and he kind of alluded to it. And yeah. I went back, and when I reviewed it, I saw, and he's right, Paul's address, the guy that ends up getting attacked by the professor, he, uh, the address was sent to him. He did have a note that Kid Cable did set it up. So, yeah, that's screwed up. What's up with Casey's neck and one of the first couple panels? Also, that I, I'd have to look. And also, <laughs> it, you are right. Scott's Red X getup is a great costume. Oh, Aaron he, and Brandon clearly have no taste. <laughs> I, was at, I was at work. And we were talking about the podcast and things like that, me and Eric. And I said, wait a minute, I'm going to download something real quick. So I went in the deal, got it. Look at this costume. You like that? Eric's like, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. You're out. I don't like you. This <laughs> outfit right, is second. Back to us. And he says, this is uh, second only to psych sexiest self, Eric the Red. I censored this message for you guys because I love you. Have a great week. <laughs> Thank you, Leonard. And we'll go with a Jacob with a K is next and the last mail for the night. Dear Weird Science crew. Hey, it's me again. Enjoy listening to your most recent podcast. My book of the week would definitely have to be Guardians of the Galaxy. I reread yes. Thanos Legacy number one before hopping into Guardians of the Galaxy as I thought it was a nice tie-in to clear things up in Infinity Wars, and it was a nice setup for the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, you you read that series, and you yeah. really liked it, so you were... Yeah, in. I did. And I didn't, so I think that I was missing Thanos something. Thanos Legacy, I think, is just a actual one-shot, but yeah. the, the titles start all mixing together in my mind, because they yeah, did, yeah. I think, call an arc Thanos Legacy, well, too. Well, the, the thing is, when Legacy came back, then you did have that Legacy banner on it when yeah. Johnny Cates picked I, it up. And there did, when the, the series ended with, you know... Um, well, then I'll have to read a one-shot. Those are for me. there was a one-shot. I'll read that. I should read that then. And I should do my due diligence. My rating for Guardians is a 9 out of 10. And I'm excited to see what's in store for our heroes in the next couple of issues. Another book I think is worth mentioning is Superior Spider-Man number 2. I'm a fan of Otto, and I thought this issue was all right. We just talked about it. He's going to be right in in line with us, too. I I thought the fact that Otto having to go up against Terex was interesting, as sometimes our heroes do have to go against others that are way out of their league overall i'd give it a seven eight out of ten so that's pretty good i thought the action was great yet i felt a few things in the story were rushed in a way also i wanted to recommend spider-man deadpool comic now uh i tried to read this and uh, basically when we started the site uh i even told you where i went and looked at all the reviews and one of the <laughs> things for years we've been saying boy people have to do a marvel review yeah, site because they're, they're slow on getting reviews up at one point there were not a lot of reviews of course we decide a site is what we're going to do in a podcast and all of a sudden a bunch of people review Seems stuff like a bunch of yeah, yeah. but yeah. spider-man deadpool is one of those that only one person reviews it seemed so i was like boy i'm gonna you know jump into this i i told you i wanted to do some of these kind of make your name for yourself with these 
these kind of side issues, side books. That's what I, when we started the DC stuff, you know, everybody was reviewing Batman. When we started out, I started doing like Stormwatch. Yeah. And, and even Catwoman at that time with Amnocenti wasn't getting a lot of reviews. So that's kind of how you go in. So I do love like Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur that came out this week or the Shuri deal. Not a lot of people are reviewing them. Well, nobody seems to be except one guy writing Spider-Man Deadpool and boy, he hates it. <laughs> it, it's getting like twos, threes. So I ended up like, okay, let me list, let me read this. And I did read the last one. Now this is, he says, it has 40 plus issues. So I'm jumping into this. It's not the beginning of anything new. It's continuing a deal. And I read it and I liked it enough, but I didn't think that I had a grip of what exactly is going on, even though it is just Spider-Man Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, I am planning because he's going to mention it. It says it does have 40 plus issues, but it's a fun read. Minus the one shots that has some great moments to it. Their upcoming arc is titled Infinite House of Civil Yet Secret Crisis War Invasions, which looks to be an event, quote, event for this dynamic duo that I hope turns out well i'm going to start reviewing it on the site and that is the kind of the springboard of getting it on the podcast as well yeah. so maybe we'll talk about it because yeah, we I, are doing I, I read that book at the very start like yeah. uh, i forget who was on it but i i read the first yeah, you i think you have a arcs. bunch of reviews of it on yeah. the regular I dc really site um, yeah and then i just kind of stopped because I, I had to trim the list down yeah. a bit yeah and, you know yeah, so I, I do think that when we start, and with this, I think that's the book that they were really pointing at that in this infinite house of civil yet secret crisis war invasions is where possibly Deadpool loses his, you know, break the third wall stuff, fourth wall stu- stuff. Yeah. I always get it right. Break the eighth wall. Isn't that what it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> can't the wait walls. For, He'll yeah, break all he's the breaking walls. them all. Uh, can't <laughs> wait for next episode. Sincerely, Jacob. P.S. I'm saving yeah. some hope for War of Realms. Uh, but if it's too much like the yeah. Thor book, I may lose it. I oh, think no. you're going to lose like I said, it. I, I'll try it out. But yeah, we'll I don't try. Have high hopes. I do not either. I'm not looking forward to it at all. I I, I hate to say it because you I, know, I'll tell you. I've read those, like I've said this a lot tonight, but those solicits make every issue sound exactly the same. Like it's just going to be a bunch of fighting with yeah. different characters. Yeah. On and and, and I, I'll point it out again. We've said this a couple of times on the podcast, but I'll point it out once more. The idea that we're doing this podcast, first off, we're not going to love every book. I, I will apologize to people if this is their first time listening to things and stuff like that. We also don't know everything, but also I'm not going to sit there because War of the Realms is the big thing. That's the yeah. biggest thing oh, yeah. coming. I'm not going to lie and say I'm looking books. forward to it. Just because we have a podcast and I want people to get excited to listen to us. Hopefully you kind of like us because we do talk honestly. I am not looking forward to it. And I think that it's going to be a, a torture for me. Uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll it's gonna see. It's going to be tough. It's gonna, especially if you, this is going to probably require a lot of the back history that you yeah, haven't you yeah know. that i don't have and yeah. so that throws me out right away but we're gonna go to the next book and the last book on the podcast because thank you help, uh, thank you for well, i, I think this. i'll like it more than you but uh the one thing i want to tell uh people and really al ewing who he's not going to listen to this because he blocked us on twitter he blocked yeah, me all sorts of ways through. uh but yeah it's immortal hulk number 12 please Get with the, the freaking program and put your credits page on the first page. I know. It's not like these things. Why? Why put it at the end? Like like you're you know something different. Please, it, it's killing me. I, I'm just saying this because as we were talking, I had to page through it to get to it, and that's too 21. much. Twenty one. Too much 21. work for me. 
<laughs> I don't need that. No, what is this? This is supposed to be fun, not work. Immortal Hulk number 12. It is written by Al Ewing. Pencils by Joe Bennett. The main story. Rui Hu Jose. Hank's main story. Eric Nguyen. Pencils and inks and flashbacks. Paul Mounts. Colorist. VCs Corey Pettit. Letters. And it's an Alex Ross cover. I love Alex Ross. Yeah. Uh, this is the thing as well. Uh, you don't really get much of a recap page. And no, I think that this book needs it. And it yeah. doesn't get it because some of the things I want to know what's going on now. It's a little this, up its own butt in a couple this moments. This issue is a roller coaster ride of emotions. I'm not sure that you know that that phrase, Brandon. <laughs> we don't hear it much in the comic reviewing world. Uh, <laughs> you continue this, you know, almost it's not nine panel at points, but these panels with the the black and white uh, where you're getting the very pretentious what is the devil? Yeah, it's almost like, like a side story that kind of ties into what's going on, but not in. really. It, it just irritates me. In yeah. the modern culture, I it, feel it, like it's it totally too fancy throws, yeah, for it me. It makes me lose track yeah, of what's it, going it, on. Yeah, it ruins the pacing to me. I think that it doesn't really add as much that than he thinks, and I think he's trying to be a pretentious jerk and, and trying to be fancy. Yeah. Now, I say that this is not going to be me busting his chops through the whole deal because you do then go – in a flashback, and I think that this flashback is one of the best things I've ever read of a f- abusive father to a kid yeah. and seeing the effect that has. I actually and, and getting a reason as to why, you yeah, know, like a reason I, behind this, why this he's couple so... pages is one of the better things that I've read in, since we've been on Marvel, and it's not fun. And usually, like I say, I you know Jimmy wants to have fun. This is not fun at all, but it's really good because it, it just. It's his dad. He's there, Bruce, little Brucey. He's doing things. It's a Lego set slash electronic set. set thing, yeah, and it's all these things. It kind of plays around with what it it's is. It's almost like they're they're showing how smart he is. He's combined a bunch of his yeah. Toys and Simon one. Simon was mad because it, it's like a Lego Junior thing. It kind of spells out, and that wasn't available yeah, when, or, when Bruce no, would have been a kid. Plus the block, this two by seven. Yeah, the two by seven. That's exist. not a yeah. thing. So they're mad. Maybe it's one of them blocks. The BLOX. Well, I, I can relate to the stepping on a Lego brick. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the worst. You want to kind of beat a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, I just walk down the stairs and I get that in my head. My kids don't listen. But he's there, he's building this deal. And his dad, who's drinking, comes out, steps on the brick, and like, oh, Jesus Christ. And he's like, what is that? He even starts like, it's my house, Rebecca, my son. Because the mom's like, you be quiet. You know, don't snap at him. Well, in gets, the bed, bedridden yeah. in the other room. Now she comes out at one point, and you do see her as she walks away to go into that deal. Um, but who knows? You know, when she's like, do what your father says, I have to go and think about things. She is standing and going. So she's just – the thing is I it plays out well is, you know, she's in an abusive relationship yeah. as well. Later you see her get, you know, her head oh, smashed yeah. into the ground. <laughs> so she's there to try – like she does put up – and it's one of those things. It's, it's a tragedy when this sort of thing happens. And it's it's the most awful thing uh, where a, you know, the mother wants to defend him, but you can only go so far before you start really getting the crap kicked out of you. So she does say, like, don't yell at him, don't yell at him. As it escalates, she has to kind of just kind of, hey, Bruce, you know, do Light what you're your told. Tongue, yeah. And and it's a shame. The other thing that's a shame that does get me a little choked up when I read it the first time, uh, it reminds me, minus the beating and the drinking, it's very much like my dad that where he comes out 
and he sees what Bruce is doing, and he's like, what the heck are you doing? And he's like, what is that? And he's like, I'm like, what? Speak up! And he's like, it's Gamma. And basically, it looks like he is kind of putting together the whole setup of what his dad does at work. It's almost yeah. like a, hey, I'm going to see what my dad's doing. But his dad, who has a lot of problems himself, which leads into, you know, Bruce's mental problems and the Hulk things that's really pushed in this, flips out and you know you know what do you think you're smarter than me and stuff like that and you know he reads he's like this is twice your age it looks like he's six at this point because he says this is for 12 year olds you didn't even read the directions this is awful you're a monster you're a disgusting little monster and then throws his drink at this building this gamma thing that he set up and all that so you don't really get exactly what he's doing but it looks like he's making his dad's work uh things like that so he goes off and he's like he actually at one point looks like he's gonna to say he's sorry he's like i'm i'm and then he's you know mr tough guy go into my study you know don't let me hear you crap and, and tear that apart and mom's like well you know do what you're told i'm gonna go and and try to fix this but you do have this part where you do have little bruce go to grab this this glass you know it's Drink, one of those yeah. really thick uh you know drinking whiskey glasses, glasses whiskey yeah. glass yeah and he's like K, which comes up later when Hulk says K at one point, you know, instead of OK, like a little kid. Again, uh -huh. it got me a little choked up, but <laughs> he gets it. And he's like, yeah, all right. And he's so mad that he just starts smashing this apart, this whole thing that he set up. And he is like, smash, smash, smash. And he's cutting the glass breaks. He's cutting his hand. And cutting then, yeah, his, yeah, you have to get a little heavy hand at where Hit it looks like he's green, green yeah. the glow and things like that. I really like that. I, I really think that was a very powerful scene. It sets up where the, the thing that's weird about it is this issue is really going to point out the kind of the concept that everybody has talked about for years about the Hulk being pretty much a book about mental illness, about multiple disorder, about borderline disorder, stuff like that. So you're going to get that. And it, it always was a thing. There's been people who have written books about it and things like that. I think that it was a little bit heavy-handed here, but I did like it because Hulk, then they go to him in hell, and he's just smashing things. He's just smashing. Yeah. And, the husk and of what? The um, the uh, absorbing the man. The absorbing man, yeah. Going to town, and you have Jackie with him, and he's like, she's like, you know, you gotta stop, you gotta stop. And then her dad, without those eyes, the creepiest things, like, look him in the eye and do it. And she does, almost like the Avengers movie with Black Widow, yeah. is able to calm him down. And this is, again, where you have the Hulk actually seems to revert almost like when he was a little kid, the, the Bruce Banner little kid. Where and, and you know how it is. And this happens a lot. Even what his dad did, uh, the thing, and I think that's another thing in play here, is he doesn't want to end up being like his dad. But at this point, he realizes that he has gone you know, crazy. He was the devil Hulk just going to town. And then when you kind of snap out of that, he starts crying. And I, I have a thing that happened to me when I was a little kid. I was real little, and these kids were bullying me and doing things. So I ended up at one point, I was almost like Ralphie. It really yeah, was, was a say, lot like, like Ralphie. Story. Because what happened is I did start fighting this kid. Now, it didn't get to a full fight, but I was cursing. This is where the Ralphie deal kind of comes from as well, where this kid was saying, you know, you're a, you know this and that. And I started cursing at him. Ah, you're da, 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 da. And my mom 
did hear me. And when I realized what I had said and she heard, I, I did start crying because I, I, it was like one of those things when you get taken over and then you pull out of it, you know, all the emotions and stuff like that do. And I think he does a really good job at this. And seeing Hulk cry, uh, that's pretty crazy. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it was weird. And even that where he doesn't, she says, I know, I'm sorry, the devil Hulk, can I, can I speak to him now? Can you let him out for me? And then when he's crying and he goes, K, just like I said, like a little kid. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's trying to break out of it. But this is where she starts. And I think this part's really good about the idea of who's in control. You're in more control. Now, it does explain, doesn't explain the nighttime is his time in the daytime because that even comes up in a weird way. But it does explain yeah, why. almost like it doesn't matter. Here. Yeah. And it almost seems like when he, he is getting more, the Hulk himself is getting more control that it doesn't have to be better. But that's the thing. In this hell that they're in, I would think that it wouldn't matter. So when she's like, you know, he's like, hey, somebody has to take charge. Somebody has to do things. The Hulk's saying that to Jackie. And she's like, well, uh, you know, if the, the Hulk's, you know, the night and Banner's the day, because he says Banner's the daytime. She's like, well, that's now. And you see that yeah. it is daytime. Well, and he's still and the, the Hulk. The one thing I picked up on is because Creel is still with Puck. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was beating the absorbing man. So I think it's two separate entities here. No, he does say that. And he does Banner say we have to go off and see. Yeah. But then it's also I think that it's kind of a thing with his dad because we do see his dad as well. Yeah, and, does and his dad have Bruce? I think that he has Bruce kind of there, and he's got all this. This is what I'm saying, that I think that the Hulk in this hell, they have split. The personalities have split. So this personality disorder that Jack even says, like, hey, listen, this is something that people know. You know, it's the most famous case of disassociative disorder. I get it. Uh, but this, you know, this Hulk persona is coming out a little more and taking control. Why do you think that is? Can I? And even when she's like, can I talk to the uh, the devil Hulk? I don't know. Do you want Watch South Park at all? Yeah, it reminds yeah, yeah. me of when, but they thought Butters had different. Can I speak to Detective Butters? Doctor Doom Butters. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Doctor Doom. I, I love when it, is this uh, Big Rig Butters when they were doing. It reminded me of that. But uh, you do then go off, and now you're going to see the perspective of what Bruce did to his father and pretty much he was born and this yep, is where good. again i'll give al ewing a lot of goal. credit here because <laughs> this is not painting a good picture this is not one of those like let's show why the abusive father is that way so that we can kind of see that he's not as bad as he is or kind of feel bad for him no 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 he is upset because bag, bruce yeah. was born and the attention went to the baby and not him. That's yeah. why he's His upset true because love stopped loving him because truly. he never was loved. Now you do have that old deal, you know, my father didn't really love me. There was no love in our house, so when I got married to your mother, uh, you know, it was great. I actually was loved. Somebody did love me even if I didn't deserve it, whatever. But then you were born and that it's the worst. So it makes yeah. it and then you see him where in a, a juxtaposition of what you're seeing and what he's saying, he's like, You ruined the love your mother had for you as you see him shoving her head into the ground yeah. and just beating yeah, the crap out yeah, of her. It was Bruce that did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I, I do like that also goes back to the whole deal where he was working 
working on the Gamma project. He was trying to figure out, and the whole thing was the Gamma might be not even a wave or a particle, something different. It, it was some kind of nouveau-type research that he convinced these people to let him do. They were intrigued, but they were skeptical. You have this whole deal where he ended up working late. And then thought, you know, he had a vision, he had a dream, a nightmare, and it was this green entity that he saw that was after him. And this is, again, it's a little confusing, I would think, but he even said that it was coming through a door. And this is the thing that ended up, in my mind then, if this entity is a sentient thing that was after his dad, ended up then switching off going and getting Bruce yeah, into the hole. That's where Bruce opened the door. And then he goes, you know, you killed me. You sent me down to hell. Then you even sent me down to a different plane of hell where this entity was and can get me. But this thing needs a host. And you were the host at the point and all this. So it does. It's starting to give you a little bit more of what's going on. I still want to know the daytime is the Bruce Banner time. I need to know. But this is intriguing to me. And I like the moment with it really sets up that his dad is the worst and i want him to die seven times now and, and keep going uh because there's bruce but the whole deal is is that they are in this hell with this entity that was behind the green door that's looking for a host it's doing all this now again it, it's also with in the old testament the book of job is the first dimension yeah. satan I, I don't really care about that i can't i, I will it. tell you that I, I do i'm it. like eh, that the i've read this now three times i'm gonna review it on the site sometime this upcoming weekend and as i read it uh once i went through and read that the first time i skipped it and i know that that's kind of crazy we're doing a <laughs> review but i'm like no no i like these parts where it's really showing me why i should hate his dad why bruce would hate his dad why bruce would have this disorder where he is disassociative he was abused and his mom yeah. he watched his mom this is the classic of why this stuff happens this is a good vision of what tom king tried to do or said he was going to do with heroes in crisis i'm seeing a character that as a kid has PTSD, has a lot of mental disorders from how he was treated, how he was done. And then on top of that, he got hit with gamma radiation and got <laughs> turned into the Hulk. I mean, it does a really good job of setting that up. So I really do like this. I just I, – I'm, I'm just slightly from – getting a grasp of what everything is and getting that light to go off in my head where all of a sudden yeah. I'll think that this it's is a 10 out of 10. Ahead of me. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I, it's always out I'm of grasp. Get it. Yeah, I, I, it because then you have the stuff ahead. with Creel and Puck where they're trying to get, and everybody's kind of going to this, you know, big uh, you know, green explosion light. of green well, light, yeah. the green door, you know, that what would maybe be the this version of Gamma Satan, things like that. And they're all heading to that, including, you know, Hulk. Uh, you have his dad there. You have what appears to be possibly Bruce Banner there. He wants to be set free uh, with that. He wants this devil that, to set him free because of what he, you know, getting killed and being in hell and all this. Uh, but everybody's heading towards that. And I just I'm a little beyond exactly what's going on, but I'm intrigued and I really like that. I really like the idea of all of the character moments in this. And they're awful character moments. I, I yeah. don't need everything to be fun, uh, but they are. They're 
just the worst, but yeah, the does. worst in a very well done way. But then you get the pretentious narration that that kind of throws me off. But even then, you have this big thing and Hulk saying like, ah, oh, you know, yeah, the Jaggy's like, oh man, nobody can fight that. It's the end. And the Hulk's like, that creep. He's not the end of the world, McGee. And she's like, how do you know? And he's like, because I am. And there, he looks so freaky. He, does look so evil. he looks so evil with the thing behind him that looks like a giant worm, you know, a smoke worm or something. Yeah, but I don't uh, know what that is. It I actually like think that, that maybe the green door is his mouth. Yeah, I, I think that you're going to just go through that and then you're going to have to battle through. Maybe we'll have the levels of hell, like a Dante thing. I don't know. Uh, but I'm intrigued and I like it. I think the art's really good in this. I I really, especially the the in the now. Uh, I know they had the two separate deals. The flashback art's good in a way that at least it's different from the present. But the yeah. present day art is so good, and yeah, just the so Hulk. Is, he's freaky looking when he's skinny, but it, you know he's crying and stuff like you that. See so, his like gut swinging around yeah, at one yeah. point because he's all skinny. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny Gross. because the the thing is, this is gonna. I'm gonna give it the same score as the Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man. I'm gonna give it a nine. Uh, again, this could end up being, you know, nine, five towards a 10 if I could just grasp everything that's going on. Um, but it, it's a funny deal because we have three books, two I gave nines, but for totally different reasons. For Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, I had fun. That's normally what I would like to read every week. A book yeah. that's so fun and have a, a good time, a nine. This nine, I, I'm actually glad that we don't get a lot of this every week because it kind of took a little out of me you know it's an exhausting read seeing a kid get abused and then a mother get beat up and things like that but uh, i think that it's it's really good so what would you give it i know you're not going to be as high as yeah i'm gonna i mean i i don't it's not a book i hate but i just have like i said problems understanding it to be so high on it so i'm gonna go seven like i do like the art and i i like the parts where we're in the in the hellscape and he's trying to figure out what's going on and then they're headed towards this area but i don't know i i myself can't put everything together yet so i'm just yeah. like uh i can't tell other people that you know, go go out and read it and go out and grab it so um yeah, yeah it, it's still a decent book like you can tell the qualities there i just well, yeah oh it is and uh I will tell you, I agree with you where I think I could say to somebody, you know, I could say to Ethan, my son Ethan, hey, uh, you should read this friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He might read it, have some fun. He may not like it, whatever. This Hulk is one of those where I think that it's a weird one to tell people to read because, yeah. first off, it's Hulk. And not a lot of people, you know, <laughs> there's some people who don't like Hulk. And then you're going to have a thing where I, if I tell people to read it and they start at number one, I don't need them asking me questions. I, you <laughs> no, know, I don't need I, that. And, and really, the, the worst thing, that's the thing is that at issue four, they're going to start asking me a lot of questions that I cannot answer yet. And then they're going to say to me, then why the heck did you tell me to read this if you don't <laughs> yeah. even know what's going on? So I'd have to lay back on, but I would tell them that it's one of the better books, but yeah. you're going to have to go to it yourself. Yeah. You're going to have to get to that point because, I, because maybe you can help me out. That's what yeah. I should do. I'll recommend it to everybody I know so they can fill me in. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I, they ask you the question, then be like, well, it's what starting, do you It's, think it's it one is? of those things, too, where it's starting to remind me a little of like how uh, the Wonder Woman was in the New 52 with Brian Azzarello, where people weren't ready for a 35-issue arc, yeah. uh, which that basically was. You had a story which, which that... was being told in, uh, you know, sequential stories yeah, yeah. because so, the, the two different things were going on yeah, at once. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not talking Greg Rucka. I'm telling before that in the New 52 oh, oh, where oh, it was just one story Ezzarello. 
over yeah. 35 issues. That's what this is. They, these aren't real like arcs where you're doing this and then going off. This has been one full story in 12 issues. Yeah, no, and I, uh, I think that it's going to keep going that way. So we're not just it's not one of those that at, at the, the fifth or sixth issue, you get some convenient answers so that you can move on to the next uh, you know story, which that has some things that are very uh, impressive about that you can keep going and then you know give dribs and drebs but that's one of the things that's holding us back as well so we'll see but that's the end of the podcast that's the end of the weekend edition for this week uh i didn't even look to see what was coming up next week uh i, I think that, either, really. i think there's like eight books that we would normally talk about so it'd probably end up where the wednesday one we were talking where we have to rush so much to get those wednesdays those will always be like the number ones maybe the big event things like that but we'll probably end up having like three to four books on a wednesday and then usually tonight we only had three here usually this will be the podcast that we have more we're looking books at as well we got age of x-men alpha one yeah. so amazing spider-man be. 14 uh let's see then we got some double prints there you got black panther deadpool that's probably a saturday thing number yep. four yep Captain Seven, Captain America. And I America told you Seven. that cap that that starts a new arc. I looked at that, so yeah. maybe we'll try that. But again, we that, got if you're gonna Dead start, Man. you gotta be a, in the minor leagues first. That's the weekend yeah. edition. Dead you, Man you, Logan, weekend edition yeah, number three, yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange ten. That that, that comes probably, back. That yep. feels like it's been gone yeah, forever. Said, that seems like it's been gone forever. Yeah. So, a couple yeah. of those strange one shots, a couple more of those. Yeah. Man Without Fear five, yeah, um, ends, uh, Spider Man Deadpool forty five, Punisher seven. Yep. Yeah. And let's see. Uh, we got Unstoppable Wasp, X Force 2. Yeah, we'll have that. West Coast so, yeah, events. it's funny. A lot of it's these. Grab bag. A lot of, so we'll probably have like three or four on the yeah, regular Wednesday and then four or five on yeah. the uh, the weekend edition plus mail. So, again, I'll mention the mail at Weird Science. X Force can work its way up to the A squad. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. That was. I, me, you, I think that Aaron did talk to a, about that when we first did. So, I think we did that on a Wednesday. So, yeah. that's fine. We'll probably do that. But, yeah, you can email us uh, for the weekend yeah. edition at Weird Science Marvel comics at gmail.com like i said we're on twitter at ws marvel comics we have a website weird science marvel comics.com and again i'll mention the patreon at patreon.com slash weird science and if you do have a kid yeah there's some lower levels if you want to join that that's fine we we, we don't really push it on this podcast especially but we're going to do more and more marvel stuff on that as well so yeah check that out all we all i really say is just to go and check it out we do have we've had it for uh, over a year maybe a year and a half and we have almost 500 episodes of different shows it's pretty crazy but if you go over there that'd be great but that's it for the weekend edition we'll see you in a couple of days for the new comic book day wednesday show see you later